You ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Okay, so we say, welcome to Coffee Side Chats. Our names. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. End it there. Like that segment. Yes, let's do it that way. Okay. Hi, and welcome to Coffee Side Chats. I'm Janelle. And I'm Malik. And this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. So, Malik, what are you drinking today? I am having a slightly older coffee. It's Starbucks 2018 uh, Thanksgiving blend, which, you know, is not terrible. I'm having tea today. Uh, We have a lot of stash tea which is uh, an Oregon brand, and so I'm trying to do local because that's the Pacific Northwest thing to do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Earl Grey stash tea. Yeah. I've, had some, I've had some of their tea before. I actually like it, so it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Uh, so today's topic is, what are we talking about? Roommates. Roommates. That's fun. <laughs> Something like that. Sometimes having roommates is really good. Sometimes it can be a little bit um, bothersome. Let's call it that. Have you ever lived alone? Yes, for two years I lived alone without any problems. (laughs) But that was after I had roommates for four years. So (laughs) I did go through a a long phase of roommates. Mm -hmm. I think I've only lived on my own for like three months. Two or three months, and that was the most I'd ever done, and that was a lot. <laughs> I didn't know how to handle myself when I was living alone. I also was in not a great apartment situation, so that didn't help. Yeah, living alone is really strange, especially when you go from having roommates or, like, my freshman year of college, I lived in the, the, the dorm and then moved off campus with three guys. So for the first four years, I didn't have any, you know, carte blanche decision making eventually when you move on your own everything is your choice which is a little bit much if you haven't done it before Mm -hmm. but if you live in austin especially in a lot of places where housing prices are going up so much and rental prices are so high like you almost have to have a roommate yeah it was really interesting because when we first moved off off campus it wasn't really that bad of a of a situation rent wise but then it turned really bad the third year we were off campus the prices for everything jumped up a lot especially in the area where we where we were living because there was a lot of new lofts and you know really expensive apartments built around where we lived so every uh, everything went up in price which was a little bit annoying especially because we chose the area to live because it was cheap. <laughs> so that kind of messed up the plans a little bit. Yeah, that's always annoying when you've got something set up, you've got a nice system, and all of a sudden you're like, well, this doesn't work anymore, so we have to uproot ourselves just because landlords suck sometimes. Yeah, and it got worse because one of the um, real estate companies was buying up all of the complexes in the area, so it was there was not really as much competitive pricing going on because one company owned all of the buildings. So it was a little bit bothersome. 
monopolies. You just gotta love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so mad. Jeez. I found out that my apartment where I first lived in Austin, um, they sold right after I left. Like, as I was leaving, they were transitioning to a new owner. And I talked to somebody who lived there after that, and she said it went downhill so fast. I'm like, how does it ever get better? You know, really, the first year a new owner owns a complex, it gets really annoying because they want to do a lot of improvements, but those improvements come with price raises. I've, you know, this is my second transition through a new ownership in a place where I've continued to live. And it is not great the first year. The second year is normally a lot better because there's a lot less maintenance and construction and things going on around the complex. But that first year is hard. Mm-hmm. Which I think that biggest issue was they got rid of the on-site manager. So they didn't have anyone to go talk to if they needed anything. They had to call a number, and that was just way more inconvenient than, oh, I'm on my way out, pop in, say hi, ask for this, go. Something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, where we are living now, it is one of the things where they reduce the number of office hours once the new company took over. So now it's Monday through Friday, and everyone leaves at 5, which if you work a normal job – and you need to get anything done, you have to be like doing it on your lunch breaks and things like that, which is not really the best way to do things. So you lived with a you lived with three guys in your last apartment? So the first two apartments I lived with three guys and then I lived with two guys because one of two of my roommates that I was living with at first didn't really get along. And that was not a situation that we could continue having. So one of them moved out. Uh, It was actually kind of terrible in that time because the guy who ended up moving out, I was supposed to move in with him. We were just going to get a two bedroom. And out of nowhere, he just took somebody else's offer and didn't tell me. So I started looking for a new place late. (laughs) So that was not the best situation. But eventually we worked out where I ended up moving back in with two other guys and we made it work for a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a situation that bad where somebody had, no, I know. I don't think I know that I've never had a situation where a roommate had to move out because they weren't getting along. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. We all stayed in the dorm together. And obviously we all thought we would be somewhat compatible mm-hmm. and we were for about nine months. <laughs> and then after that, it did not continue going so well. And then that roommate moved out early, and then he sublet the room to a different guy who turned out to be very heavy into pot, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was not my style, not any of our style, frankly. And so that would cause caused a lot of conflict because he would have times where he would cook in the middle of the night and leave food just on the stove. And something that a lot of people know about me, I like to be very clean. So waking up at, you know, six and seven in the morning to go to class and seeing a stove full of food that was cooked but not eaten and a sink full of dirty dishes was not great for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we had some some discussions that were not really um, polite 
after it happened a couple times and the worst part was that the fact that the other one three of us did not smoke at all now we you know we had parties or whatever but we didn't do the weed thing and so he would decide he wanted to smoke anyway in the apartment and our problem was we don't really care if you smoke but because you're not doing it in the apartment where it gets into all of our clothing and everything so yeah could that not be some, did you guys not get a um like a cleaning fee or something for that tacked onto your security deposit? Um no, mainly because it was we kept it, you know, once we all moved out, it was pretty clean to start like when we left, so there wasn't a whole lot going on, but it was something that I did worry about, especially when we were moving. It's like, okay, is how is this going to go for us? Because we could end up with a severely uh, annoying cleaning fee for all that kind of stuff. And the only thing we got a letter about was the carpet in one of the rooms wasn't in the best shape. But that wasn't that big a deal. Mm -hmm. I've only had three roommate situations. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can really expand a lot on roommate dynamics. But when you spend more than three years living outside of your parents' house with other people, you kind of learn how to work with other people in a very different way. It's so weird that your whole life changes so quickly and you go from like mom does things, we've got siblings to help, you kind of just get everything done in this very specific way to having to like, I don't think we ever did this, but we did have a, we didn't write down rules or anything, but we did have a sit down meeting where we, uh, in my last apartment where we kind of talked about these are the expectations we had to make out a chore chart, um, and there wasn't, like, a head of the house. It was just kind of we all have to work together, mm-hmm. but we don't have someone to defer to if something goes wrong. Funny enough, I mean, with, you know, with my personal my personality, I like to be in charge. <laughs> so you can imagine I was really uh, into making sure we all were on the same page about most things. Mm-hmm. I pretty much organized the kitchen. I made sure that everyone had a shelf in the fridge, uh, shelves in the pantry, made sure everyone at least tried to clean up after themselves. There was a lot of that where I really was very aggressive about that because I didn't want our apartment to turn into a typical guy's apartment where things are always in disarray and, you know, stuff is just dirty and stuff is all over the place that was not something i could abide by (laughs) so i was very tenacious about making sure those things were agreed upon and done most of the time every now and then we would have you know of course a week where everybody's busy or a couple weeks where we're really busy and things slip but saturday mornings were a really good time to make sure everything was clean (laughs) not not the you know saturday mornings where there weren't football games obviously because those 11 o'clock football games push cleaning everything back <laughs> a while. I did my part, you know. It would be different if I was always fussing but not cleaning and not helping. So oh, the fact yeah. that I, you know, always did my part and everything was cool. And uh, most of the time that aspect went well. But there were a couple of occasions where people would eat someone else's food or drink someone else's Gatorade. And we had, you know, those come to Jesus moments and we were done. <laughs> And then it got much better after that. But that was one of the things we definitely had to sort out pretty quickly. Large tangent. The other day I was talking to one of my coworkers and he didn't know what a come to Jesus meeting meant. 
I was like, how do you not know this? <laughs> That's you know, kind of sad. It was real weird. Like, uh, most people I know understand what that means. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with the three roommates you were living with, uh, did you pick them? How did you find them? I guess so, so we lived in the dorm together. And the way our friendship started was we were all sports fans, specifically baseball and football. A lot of that was um, going to be so there was a TV room where there would always be some sporting event on. So we bonded over the Rangers baseball and Cowboys football. I'm from Dallas, a little bit of a Cowboys fan. So, you know, we'll watch with everybody. And so we all kind of hit it off that way. And we decided everyone was talking about moving off campus and three of the guys were for sure they were going to live together and they needed a fourth. And I was like, shoot, I'll go and be your fourth because, you know, we all have most of the same interests. A couple of days later, we were going down <laughs> like we were going down uh, to the apartments and getting leases signed and we were on our way. So that was it was kind of a little bit rushed which is probably why it didn't last as long as it could have. I, I figured, you know what, I could tolerate these guys, which is one of the big things you have to think about. Can you be around those particular people a lot? Because when you're living in the same space, even with everybody having their own room, if you, you interact with each other more than you really would interact with anybody else. I feel like it's not even necessarily being around each other a lot. It's being around each other when you don't necessarily want to be around people and when you want to be in your private space. Yeah. Or are you comfortable with, all right, I'm going to be in here, you know, playing my game in the living room. Do you feel like dealing with other people being in that area too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is something when, you know, you have four guys, so there's a lot of video games that get played. <laughs> so that was, there was a little bit of competition for the, uh, living room TV, and then everybody essentially bought their own <laughs> after a couple months. That probably seems like a good way to split it up. Yeah, everyone just gets your own TV. <laughs> um, with our, I guess most of my roommate experience has come from like the one apartment I shared with a bunch of other college girls. Because my first one I shared with um, a mom and her two younger boys who were like nine when I moved in. Um, oh, yeah, and, I remember this. <laughs> huh? I remember hearing about this. So yeah, you weren't there, though. Like, no. you never, yeah, they come, They came into work sometimes. I wonder if you ever met them. Um, but, yeah, so I lived with a mom and her two boys and a couple and their little girl. And then that room kind of revolved around. There was another young girl like me, except she graduated. And then after that, there was a mom and her son. So, like, that room revolved around a lot um, in the one year I was there. (laughs) So that was just kind of crazy nonsense trying to figure out my life. Wasn't really paying attention to who my roommates were. So most of my experience comes from my current roommate, who's awesome, who's moving. I didn't tell you that yet. My roommate's moving, and I'm so sad. But I get a new roommate. I'm real excited because I know he's a good friend. Oh, Um, so you just have to get another roommate. Okay, because I know that was a point of debate. Whether or not you were yeah. actually going to get another roommate or not. I guess I did tell you then. Um, yeah, so I'm getting a roommate. Um, we're going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. Um, but yeah, so with our with my college roommates, we kind of figured out our dynamic was I was 
the distant dad, or not distant, um, the never around dad. <laughs> my that was terrible. Because <laughs> I was the one who would go fix things. I worked at Home Depot. I was always building something, making something, um, and didn't really understand how to cook at all. So like all the stereotypical dad things. Um, I could like make very specific niche things and was really proud of them. <laughs> Still am. Um, but I couldn't just generally whip up a meal. Um, so I was the never around father, the girl I shared a room with because we had to share rooms to get as close to campus as we were, which was great. Um, that room was the mom because she filled that stereotypical role of sewing and always wanting to cook things and um was just more feminine not feminine but like had the more typically girly things so she had like a pink bedspread and very flowery stuff all over mm-hmm. so having her very flowery pink blue dresser and bedspread next to my plain gray <laughs> like almost industrial side was really funny um and then we had the wannabe rebel teenager who was actually like the smartest girl you'd ever meet she was brilliant um but she would wear like i don't know she just had that like rocker always wearing um short skirts and just being really confident in who she was and (laughs) the grandpa we never really decided whether she was a grandma or grandpa because because we couldn't figure out whether it mattered. And she had like <laughs> fish pillows, like salmon, like a full salmon. <laughs> and oh, that no. was it on the pillowcase. Um, and just kind of like woodsy attitude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she fit the grandpa. So that was our dynamic. And we just kind of worked around that. We worked really well together. I ended up moving in with the grandpa. And she was great. We're so we're still pretty good friends all all around. Yeah, that was our dynamic. But I didn't really know any of them except the one I shared a room with before I got there. Um, they all kind of stumbled into each other through our ministry, our campus ministry. So she was my key in. And she was like, oh, you can come stay with me. We get along pretty well. And I was like, okay, cool. And we did. Yeah. Uh, and then I moved to Oregon. Yeah. And now I have my roommate who I just stumbled into. I just kind of stumble into all my roommates. I never go looking for roommates, except my new one who's coming. And I only asked him to be my roommate because his apartment situation sucks. He's paying almost twice as much as I am for a single bedroom. Oh, wow. And I'm paying less for a two bedroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like, a bad situation. Yeah. We get along really well. And he works with me. And so I was like, all right. I'll just give him the other room and I'll stay put. I'll still pay way less than hardly anybody else in this town pays. And now he'll be paying like half of what he pays. Seems like that's a win-win. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and he likes my cat. And now we'll just get other coworkers to just come to our house and be like, nah, there's already two of us here. You have to come here. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it's a great plan. I like it, but. Yeah, I have a very interesting situation now because, you know, I live with my fiance. So that is a whole different <laughs> situation altogether because, you know, when I had, you know, guys for roommates, if we got pissed at each other, we just ignored each other. <laughs> you kind of can't do that <laughs> when you have a fiance. Like, you've got to have to work through some stuff. 
if there's an issue, you just got to talk, work through it and deal with it because there's nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. So, and we both live are living, you know, away from our families. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not like, you know, someone can just storm out or whatever, which we wouldn't do that anyway. But, you know, there's no option. You fix what's, you know, what the problem is. And that's just the way it is. You know, there's no other options. How long have you two been together? Oh, boy. Uh, nine, eight and a half years now. Nine years in, yeah, nine years in October. There are very few people I'm still friends with after eight and a half years. The fact that you guys have been, like, known each other, then dated, then been engaged for that long just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, we've known each other for eleven years. So yeah, yep. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Every time I think about it, I have to actually think about how long it's been because it doesn't even seem like real. And when you realize, you know, you look up and it's five years, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> it's time moves in a weird way, especially because part of the time, you know, we weren't always at the same in the same city. Like our first year, she was still in high school and I was freshman in college. So we weren't in the same spot. And then we both went to college and that makes the next three, four years go by really fast. And then you look up and you're like, wow, <laughs> guess we're moving in together. <laughs> Dang. You guys are real cute. But yeah, that's your roommate for the rest of your life. Yep. <laughs> Until we make little roommates and then we have, have more. My sister, she lives in Dallas now. Uh, she and her roommates, I don't know if they still do this actually, but I remember when she first moved in with them, they had an agreement that every two weeks, everyone would make a meal so that everyone wasn't cooking all the time. Um, which I always thought was really cool, but I was like, that would never have worked for us. Cause I was never home in either of my apartments in Austin. And then here I just never cook because I just forget. Mm-hmm. So I ended up eating a lot of frozen pot pies and ramen. Yeah. <laughs> my roommate and I don't eat similarly at all. And then in my last apartment, it was like if somebody cooked too much, they would share. But they cook at least once every two weeks. Every single roommate will cook one meal and everyone can have some. But that's a good idea, especially when they have as many as she does. She's got like seven roommates. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yep. that's, a, that's a lot of roommates. <laughs> it might be five or she might be the seventh. I can't remember. Any of those numbers is too many. <laughs> the most I've ever had is three, unless you count living at home, which does not count. No, no. There's still other adults to make decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah. So my first set of roommates was very interesting because I did a lot of the cooking. Me and um, one other guy, we did a decent amount of cooking just in general because we just grew up in houses where there were a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So you got used to cooking a lot of food. So a lot of times we would share just because it was so much. I <laughs> so think I said this, this food. podcast, but like cooking for one person is so hard. Yes, it's very difficult. So, you know, we would cook, do the cleaning thing. And the only time we had more cleaning problems were when we would have parties. <laughs> So the first first semester and a half that we lived off campus, we either were at a party or hosted a party every weekend. Every weekend? Every weekend for five straight months. Ah. <laughs> so, 
yeah, so there was a lot of there's a lot of disastrous messes that were would be made. And the first couple parties, obviously, you know, we had never had parties before, like on our own. You know, obviously we'd gone to other people's parties, you know, when you're younger and everything. So we didn't have, really have a system of keeping stuff clean. So for a while, there would be some really rough, rough Sunday mornings <laughs> because things would be in such disarray. We would have, you know, cups and beer cans, everything all over the place. So that was not that was not the best uh, situation after we got used to it, so then we really got a good system down. So before anybody went to sleep, at least all the beer cans and bottles were thrown away or recycled. Like we had a system. And then we decided to get a unit with hardwood floors so that in the event things to get messy, just pull out the Swiffer, the Swiffer <laughs> in the morning. It was a good, it was a good system. That is well, a good system. We, I'm impressed. But we def- definitely, uh, had to learn things the hard way early on. So uh, that was fun. And there was only one time I can think of where someone was having, decided to have an impromptu, impromptu party with their friends <laughs> without telling us. Mm. So that we look up and it was like, why are there people here at 1030 when people have to work the next morning? So that, that was a, a bit of contention. Um, I had, I sent a couple of angry text messages that night because I didn't feel like getting out of bed. But I'm like, I, I know you have your phone, so you're going to get this. So there were a couple a couple of texts in that were not pleasant. But, yeah, that was the only time I could really think of someone just decided they were going to have a party without, without, you know, speaking to the other people who live there. Crazy. Yeah. All the places I've ever lived, we never had the same circle of friends. So we never had group parties. So it'd have to take a lot of like checking with all the other roommates to say, hey, is it okay if I have this amount of people come over for this amount of time on this day? You had to be very specific and you had to clear it with everyone. And if anyone had an issue, then you had to adjust and like it worked. But I just didn't have people come over very often because it was too much work. I said, I'm really glad me and my roommates had the same set of friends because that made it really easy. Every now and then some people would come from out of town, like from, you know, going to Baylor or whatever. But that was easy to adjust to. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, we all UT students, you know, the same, you know, 15 people, basically. It made life much easier. That's so convenient. Even now, like, I'll invite my roommate to come hang out with me at... um events where my friends will be and I've got like two pretty distinct friend groups and so I'll invite her out to things with both friend groups and she'll come like a third maybe a quarter of the time (laughs) so Mm -hmm. she's not really good friends with them and then she doesn't have a lot of friends besides that in town except her coworkers. and I like her coworkers. I know her coworkers pretty well so they'll come over sometimes but I always have to clear it pretty far in advance or pick a time when she's not going to be home (laughs) To have people come yeah. over. And my parties are tame enough that when they leave, it's just taking the dishes, putting them in the sink, straightening out the chairs, and we're done. Yeah, that's a lot more like what my parties are now versus when I was younger. <laughs> I was, you know, obviously we were a little much when I was younger, but now it's the hardest thing to do would be to make sure that a pan gets cleaned <laughs> the day, the night of or whatever. Uh, and I think the most people I've had in this apartment now 
was eight, I think. And when we had, you know, parties back in back in the day, oh my goodness. <laughs> when we had parties back in the day, it would be the normal fifteen and plus any of their plus ones they would want. <laughs> so, you know, we could get, you know, twenty five people easy oh in the apartment. God. That was smaller than the one I live in now. So Jeez. How many did yeah. you was the most you ever had in the apartment where I knew you? Ooh. Ten, I think. Ten or twelve. Probably twelve. How many did we have for the New Year's Eve party? It felt like more than ten. I think, I think it was about twelve. Yeah, well, twelve at once. We had a couple people come and leave. Mm-hmm. So it was, I think I invited sixteen or seventeen total. And then we had people just come early and then, you know, leave before other people arrived. So it never got too crowded. So with all those parties you had, did you ever have any bad roommate stories? Or just in general, bad roommate stories. Uh, besides the cooking and leaving food on the stove, that was really the worst one. Mm-hmm. We did have a little bit of an awkward situation where we had someone come over that liked one of my roommates, but my roommate did not have the same feelings. <laughs> and that was awkward because everybody was really drunk, so nobody could leave. And like she didn't want to take an Uber, so... Like she just crashed on her couch, which was strange. Uh-huh. You weren't really expecting that kind of situation to happen at that particular time, especially because, you know, we all thought, OK, this is going to be fine. We can have these people here who we're not really sure are going to get along. But sure, let's go for it. And it did not work. Uh-huh. That was one. Of the, that was a rough one. Um, but yeah, besides that, most of the time it was typical roommate stuff where people weren't cleaning up and or people were not paying their part of a bill on quite on time Ooh, we had to, you know send that send that awkward text message like hey you haven't put in on electricity <laughs> you know that was not great yeah no that's not good Oh, I don't have a bad roommate story, but my roommate told me this, that our first, so my current landlord, and not my current landlord, let me start this over. So my current roommate in our last apartment or our house, our landlord, when she moved in, so she moved in like three months after I did, so I had three months of the apartment to myself. Um, so when she moved in, the landlord told her, and she told me this, my roommate, um, the landlord told landlord told my roommate uh don't make friends with your roommate like you don't really know her um you're not from here like just you guys can live in the same house but maybe you shouldn't become friends which I think is really funny because then we became very good friends and ditched her (laughs) yeah I mean you I would want my uh, tenants to get along frankly because that means you know there's a joint effort in keeping things Nice. She would leave us notes about the rug being out of place, notes about too many dishes in the dish drainer. Not too many dirty dishes, too many dirty or too many clean dishes in the dish drainer. That's odd. (laughs) So we were kind of encouraged to not use the main space. And it felt like she wanted us to just stay in our rooms or stay out of the house. So it kind of makes sense that she didn't want us to be friends because she really wanted to pretend like no one was there but get income from the house. It was really frustrating. 
Yeah, that sounds like that would not work very well for anyone, really. I don't have any bad roommate stories. I just have a bad landlord story. <laughs> Other than that, I had all good roommates. Yeah. That, yeah. I, for the most part, I think everything went smoothly. We had a lot of kind of crazy parties, but as far as, you know, the roommate is just being amazing, it was fine. You know, we got along well enough until we did. So everybody went their own separate ways. Yeah. People graduated, everything like that. So, yeah, I never split with roommates because we didn't get along anymore. It was always our life circumstances changed or I misinterpreted. So with my first apartment, I misinterpreted what she meant and thought I had to leave in August. I didn't, but I had already signed a new lease. The best thing that ever happened was so first house I lived in out of living with my parents. Living with this family, so at the time it was, who was it at that time? At that time it was the mom and her two kids and the single girl. Um, mm-hmm. Not important that she's single, just like she was living there by herself. I don't mm-hmm. know if she had a boyfriend the whole time. Anyway, so it was just mom and her two kids and the other girl. Um, and she invited me, the mom invited me to go to Colorado with them for spring break. And I was like, I've never been out of state for spring break I've never gone anywhere for spring break spring break is just another week to work and I was like what and I was so excited and I somehow got that whole week off from work and I think I maybe worked like the last two days or something but I was able to get, get off enough time so we took a road trip from Austin Texas to Durango Colorado and it was the most fun thing I've ever done. We played bananagrams all the time. We went skiing and snowboarding. I went snowboarding. Somebody else went skiing. Um, and we just spent like four days in this really nice cabin on this really nice ski resort. <laughs> and we got along so well the whole time. And it was so fun. And on the way back, we, um, something fell off of, we had to take two cars up. And we went with the mom and her son, who were later roommates. Um, mm-hmm. So I was in the car with the mom and her son, and I think one of the other mom's boys. Um, and the other mom and the other boy and the other girl were in the other car, and something fell off the car. So they stopped and they went and grabbed it, figured out what it didn't figure out what it was, figured out it was part of the car, and called the next town, which was some random little tiny town in New Mexico, and. We're like trying to get back. We're running late and we're like, we're going to be so tired by the time we get home. Um, And so they took the part. They called this mechanic shop in town and they brought it in. And he said, it's so good that you grabbed that other part because otherwise it would take a couple of days and you guys would be stuck here until we could fix it. I'm so glad you didn't. So we had like two hours for them to fix the car. So we Mm -hmm. all piled into the other mom's car (laughs) Which wasn't a six, like, what is it, eight-person car. It was a Mm five-person car. It was, like, bigger than the Prius. Um, We fit seven people (laughs) in there, and it was so tight. And we went and we got root beer floats, and then we went to a park, and we made the little boys push us around on a merry-go-round. And it was the most fun. I had such a blast. And then those were the same people, minus the girl by herself. Um... All five of them came and visited me in Oregon. And I was like, you guys are great. I love them. 
Yeah, that sounds like that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, spring break for me and my roommates was always interesting because typically they would go home and I would stay in Austin and Austin at the time, you know, that's South by week. So I would try to go find something outdoorsy to do, you know, go to some outdoor concert or something like that. But yeah, I liked trying to, you know, hang out and relax and not do as much travel during spring break, like back to Dallas, you know, where my family is, but I, they definitely left. So there was plenty of spring breaks where I was just by myself, which was mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> Can't say I, I minded it. You know, having a break from having people around was nice uh, every so often. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live by myself again because that this wasn't really great for me. I was not productive at all. I do much better with one other person. I do much better with other people, period. Um but I really like coming home and just having the house to myself for an hour or two. It makes recording podcasts significantly easier. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's just really nice to have the house to yourself for a little bit. My my little space is our office because I can come in here. And my fiance doesn't really use her desk that often. Typically, I'm the only one in this room. So if I need to do something that's, you know, uh time sensitive or noise sensitive I just come in here and do it here yeah everybody's got to have that little space in my first in my college apartment um I had kind of decided when I moved rooms that I was going to have the closet to myself in my first room we shared a closet and we had a really big walk-in closet but we shared it so then in my second one we both had very small individual closets so I just threw all of my blankets on the floor and made sure I didn't need anything on the floor in that closet. And I threw all my spare blankets and pillows in there. And that was my space. If I really, really, really needed just a little bit of quiet time and I didn't want to like coffee shops still aren't quiet private. Um, yeah, true. Much as we love coffee shops. <laughs> they don't fulfill everything all the time. Um, and if like there was just too much happening in the apartment at the time, I would just go sit in my closet and that was my little quiet space and it worked it was great yeah that would be nice <laughs> it was real weird but uh, I liked it <laughs> yeah roommates oh my college roommates every once in a while we'd be like let's go for adventure's sake and so we go to like H-E-B at 11.30 at night <laughs> <laughs> and those were my favorite things when we would go do things just cause we're like, I don't know. I don't need anything, but everybody's getting in the car, so let's go. We did that like six times. It was so great. Yeah. That's yeah, it. I, I did that a lot in high school. <laughs> Where we go to Walmart because that was the only thing open. What? Walmart and Taco Bell. <laughs> the number of times. You didn't have Whataburger? We, didn't, we just didn't go there that often. Um, at night, mostly the Whataburger time was after tennis tournaments where we really shouldn't be eating something so unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. So, Dairy Queen. Yeah. One of my friends tried to make McDonald's the place, and she would go there a lot. And I was like, no. I hang out with her once there, and I was like, this just isn't my space. Don't bring me back here. Yeah. So, forced her into Whataburger. That's great. I guess I just am really great. Like, I know a lot of people have really terrible roommates, but I really like roommates, and I've really liked all of my roommates. And I get to be good friends with people, and you get to have, like, a mini family. 
mm-hmm. for just a little bit. And then at the end, you get to say, okay, goodbye. Now we're just friends. I like it. I like roommates. Hmm. Whether I like like them or not, I'm kind of, you know, stuck with it now. <laughs> yeah, you are. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. If you have any feedback on today's show or any of the shows we've done, you can email us at coffeesidepodcast at gmail.com. And we are at Coffeeside Chat on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks.